0: Welcome to Lady Lair Live. My name is Ashton Keith, and I'm a chef, food stylist, and culinary instructor in New York City. Every Sunday night, I invite an industry lady friend over to my swanky Lady Lair apartment and teach them how to create a meal with ingredients I have on hand. We drink wine, chat about pop culture, and embrace the notion of everyday cooking and celebrations. This is not your mother's cooking show. Nothing is prepped or styled here. This is real life. Welcome to my kitchen. Welcome to Lady Lair Live. I am with my friend and colleague, Elise Marshall, who is the owner and kind of the brains behind um, a beautiful little shop that originated in Soho called Le Mans. Now they've branched off into, I think they have four or five different places in New York and then one in Toronto and they're opening up something in Paris. And her and her partner, Ben, are not only good friends of mine, but really, really smart in creating a place in New York that is like no other. Um, it's very Parisian. It's very sanctuous and relaxing. And so she's on with me today, and we were making two dishes that were kind of inspired by not only simple French cuisine, but what was available at the market on Saturday when I shopped there. So stay tuned um, for this great podcast. I'm so excited to have her on and all of you guys to hear her great uh, viewpoint. So thank you so much. Hi, guys. Welcome to Lady Larry. Live, we are in my apartment. It is Wednesday morning at like 10 a.m., and we're making two fun lunch things without the stove or the oven. So, um, they're a great way to use the rest of kind of like farmers market produce. For sure, and I, it's
1: still too hot to be cooking and using the stove. It's oven. still <laughs> too hot to it's be, still way too hot. <laughs> so hot.
0: Um, I'm with my girlfriend, Elisa Marshall, and she is the owner. Explain like what your role is because I think to say just like the owner of. Like, there's so many levels it's of like what you do. Dishwasher, and event planner, <laughs> and waitress, and
1: chef, and a little bit of everything. Barista. I, like I could
0: go on and on and on. That's true. But we, um, I was lucky enough um, to meet the team there, I think it was like two and a half years ago, whenever I did yeah. my book party yeah. launch. um, And we did it down on Center Street. And now, they recently opened, I guess it was in August? In August, yeah. Early August. Um, a Marche, which is like beautiful, it's, explain what it is, because you've got so many great vendors in there, and the restaurant itself um, is a great uh, annex to your current cafe. Cool, so it's, yeah, it's
1: kind of um, like all of my favorite things under one roof, I think I kind of do it selfishly, and I'm happy that other people (laughs) like it as well. Um, The concept of it really... Uh, started from so many different like brands wanting to do collaborations and uh-huh. a lot of people reached out to us wanting like retail from a retail perspective wanting us to open up cafes in their space. Uh-huh. And nothing really vibes, nothing really matched, didn't kind of fit the aesthetic and I think right now with retail everyone like you need coffee and food because at the end of the day that drives traffic in of New course. York City um, and I think that that's kind of you know what The collaboration concept is what all retail and brands in general are leaning towards. It is. So the space beside us became available beside our Soho location. And I always wanted to kind of further extend our retail Mm -hmm. offerings and kind of create this little world of mama and really Mm -hmm. kind of recreate a home concept and environment. So having kind of a little bedroom, a boudoir, a garden space, a kitchen space, um, and kind of take the like mama... like. Brand throughout the entire house. so And feel. Like, oh, there's a yeah.
0: distinct, um, almost like vacation feel to it when you're there um, It's different than any other place in New York City. Oh, cool. Thank it you. Is. Well, we, that's, well, it's good to hear, because I think that, and I'm
1: happy that other people do
0: too. Yeah, well, um, uh, her aesthetic is like, I... I just can't even believe it. It's from, like, a different world. And I actually, what's oh. funny, I always remember I met your mom one time when I was oh, there. Oh, yeah. I was like, sure. <laughs> because she was at the beginning helping. She yes. was, like painting the walls. And yes. The but that's what Maman stands for, right? For sure. It means mom in French. So it's exactly. a very family-run
1: business. We use a lot of, like family recipes and things that were, um, I think a lot of the concept for all the plates that we do Mm. is kind of all about things that are inspired from our family or our friends. And at the end of the day, like dining and food kind of brings people together and it brings people around the table and Uh creates like the best conversations, like what we're doing here. You also
0: have the best chocolate chip cookies in New York Mm. City, which you know. They are pretty good. They are really, really, really good. And I also think your quiches are the best. Which are like, like sinfully yeah. good. Um, okay, so uh, we'll get started, but I still want, I want to hear more about the other people because you have Flower Girl in there. You have. We Flower Girl. We have
1: Merci Bizou, which uh-huh. is a beautiful. Um, like a kid, imported brands from France, Yeah, like kids' clothing. I know, they're, they're, they're so, so adorable. It's the cutest thing ever. Yeah. So it's like a little nursery. Yeah. We have Milkmaid right now as well, which is doing ice cream. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have um, Gemini, which does the most beautiful textiles. She's a, a brand from France um, doing a lot of like more home goods and textiles, uh-huh. and beautiful like printed items, um, pillows, throws, and so forth. We nice. have Bastide, which is kind of like our little boudoir section, mm-hmm. which makes the most Incredible fragrances and candles and uh-huh. body products, uh, and then we also are. Uh, I'm starting to kind of develop our own little dining section. So I'm selling all of our vintage plates and flatware, oh and there's so many people who are always like, "Oh, can I buy your cups? Can I buy your plates? Can I buy these vases?" Uh-huh. Or they just steal it. I'm <laughs> like, I'm gonna try and stop one. it. Oh, we go through so much stuff. It's crazy. It blows my mind. I
0: remember that? that when we were at Haven's Kitchen, people yeah. used to have really nice towels in the bathroom instead of like disposable towels. Yeah. We had like these nice linen the towels that all had like imbo- like embroidered stuff on it and people would I mean, take yeah. them.
1: Oh, our soap dispensers. like What? Even our I, for our knives and cutlery because I buy all mismatched vintage yes. cutlery. And that goes like all the time. They're like, we need more knives. We're running out of money. I'm like, what the hell do you guys do with these things? Until I one realized. Day, I that. opened my entire cutlery drawer, setting up for an event. Mm-hmm. And there's a drawer, and we didn't lock it before. because yep. I, I don't know. I didn't think people would do that. Steal kind of a stuff. knife.
0: Which is also scary. <laughs> I another level. I know. That's a, that's a whole <laughs> another other issue. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have other issues.
1: Oh, so. my God. And I opened the drawer, and it was completely empty. <gasps> there was nothing in there. Like, they literally went into the cabinet. And just, like, and just picked like, it all up and put it and in their purse. It. Yeah. And I'm like, and they have the best flat collection at home now. <laughs> but I'm like, and they're all vintage pieces that I scoured and collected from oh my God. all over oh, I mean, all my like, travels. Some of it was even, like, heirlooms and hand-me-downs oh from my family. God. And
0: yeah. um, so it's kind of, it's, it's a shame. It's, you know, That's I'm, one of those things you don't think about as a business owner when you open no. up a your restaurant. You're like, no big deal. I, like, I would never think about and that. I had so much meaning and detail and, like, attachment
1: to so many things that I put into this space. And you you don't realize when you do something because it's, you know, you create this... I had so much attention to detail from, like, the plates that I chose. Mm -hmm. Same thing. I had, like, my grandmother's plates that we were using in there. And then the dishwashers would break them. Oh, my God. No one has respect for these things. So now, like, I mean, I don't care. I can't have emotion. I can't
0: cry after every single plate that I break. It's like, you have to desensitize yourself because at the end of the day, like, it's not about that
1: no and it's yeah. funny that's been a really interesting like learning experience for me going from you know having all of these beautiful mm-hmm. things and acquiring all these beautiful
0: pieces and then Loaning them to the public, which is never turns out well. No, it doesn't, but it's like a great thing. Like, that, in like, again, another thing you don't think about when you open up a a business, you don't think about those things, but it's so true for sure. So true, it just gets wear and tear. And the amount of stuff that has broken,
1: and we, we did a lot of shopping. My friend and I would scour. You know, all over we'd be at flea markets all around the country, and like had you know stories about yes. like, every single thing that we put in the and store. Then you're like, I, I, I don't tell you. A shit. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just like eBay. I'm buying it. I'll buy it in bulk. Don't care.
0: <laughs> get it done. It's so gonna get stolen anyway. I know. I'm like,
1: someone's gonna break it or it's gonna it's gonna disappear. So. Oh my gosh, those are good yeah. lessons. Those yeah. are
0: valuable pieces. Yeah, exactly. Um, so actually, the, t- the two things today that we're making are things that you guys would love at your I'm space sure. because. They kind of go in the line of like um, a little bit French in the sense of using ingredients that That you have on hand. I always find the difference between different countries in Europe in terms of the cooking is a little bit more of a presentation factor. So I always find that like Italian cooking is very convivial and family style. And this, I think, is a little bit more plated and formal. So I think it'll lend to like a little bit more of a Parisian feel. Um, But I made these for a girlfriend of mine on Tuesday as I was having this itch to cook. So the two dishes that we're going to make, and I'll post these online, are the squash carpaccio, squash and zucchini carpaccio, and then um, I made a radish top pesto, so I took the tops from the radishes, and the only problem with them is that you have to rinse them like
1: really, really yeah. well,
0: like sandiest thing on the planet, so you have to rinse them in your sink, I just fill it with cold water and like let Spill it rinse, yeah, and then I do that, um, with a little bit of mint and a little bit of arugula and lots of lemon zest and salt and olive oil, so really simple. It's, it smells
1: so good. I can smell
0: it does, like and garlic. garlic. Oh, that's probably what you're starting. Yeah, go for it. And After
1: then, my 10 a.m. coffee, I know mine is too. I like, really want to eat. I have to like <laughs> get away <laughs> from my it. palate
0: so we can dig in. I know, and then I've got radishes. I'm just gonna quarter those, and I'll show you how plate, well, we're gonna plate them. But we're gonna put the pesto down. We're gonna put the radishes on top, and then we're just gonna do finishing salt and olive oil. So like, Love easy it. peasy. Um, and this is like a great appetizer. Ooh, that's my phone. This is a great appetizer. And then the second one we're going to do that I'm going to have you start on, I'm just going to have you thinly slice my, just on that mandolin. So I have like a sure. half of a zucchini and a squash that you're just going to thinly slice on my mandolin um, and just go super slow because that always makes me super I think nervous. And then you can put it on number two. That would be a good setting. And so you're just gonna give me nice thin slices of that. And then on my plate, this is kind of the fun thing. So this dish was inspired by, actually, pop those on your cutting board and then I'll show you what we're gonna do first. This This looks good? Yeah, that looks great. You can even go a little bit thinner if you want. This dish was actually inspired by a dish at Estella. Um, They did it with a couple other ingredients. I have this as, like, the poor man's version, so I'm always looking to make it simpler. So essentially I just piled, like, a quarter cup of pine nuts onto a large serving plate. So it's, like, literally cutting board the serving plate, which I also always really love. Um, And then I'm pouring, I don't know, maybe, like, a half a cup of olive oil right on top of the uh, the nuts. And then I'm just going to, like, swirl it around the plate so that all the nuts are coated. And it's kind of soaking into them okay so while we're doing this while you're slicing this um, uh, tell us what you're working on next do you have any like upcoming projects for fall or for winter or actually
1: I do yeah we are going um, to do a pop-up in Paris <gasps> and we're leaving um, we're so are you from pop-up. Paris or is I'm Ben not.
0: from Paris so um, um,
1: Ben is from the south of France but he has oh, spent a lot that, of time and has a lot of ties in
0: Paris yes
1: so, uh, yeah, so it's really fun for him. We actually, it in our in our second year, we opened up a location in Toronto, which is where I'm from.
0: Oh, so I remember that. that. Um, you so also have a location in like Tribeca, base. too. Tribeca,
1: we have one in Meatpacking Packing and the Samsung building. And Greenpoint. And then we have a Greenpoint one as well. And you're yes, taking
0: over the world. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> One... One state at a time. One, um, okay, so you guys are opening up in Paris. When is So we're doing happen? a
1: pop-up, um, within, like, an all-women's kind of, um, I'd say it's comparable to, like, the wing of Paris. Oh. So nice. which is really cool. It's a new space that's opening up. That's really that cool. That is happening next weekend, October Stop. 12th is the opening day. So we've been working on that. We're heading over to kind of finalize all the, the design and decor. Oh, yeah. And, and the details, oh. which is really fun. So, it's it's interesting. It's been a bit of a, you know, we have a lot of recipe testing and so forth. For I love too. how
0: you're doing what I do, too. Any of the ones that aren't full circles, you're... Oh, you get rid of it.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and they no, all have like, consistent. You want to know what's so eyes. funny? Because I made this on Tuesday. And look what I did with all the exactly. extra. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's what like, Yeah. And then we serve the rest. Exactly. Of I'm like, I exactly. didn't like think I love ones. it. <laughs> Stay by. Um... Okay, so that's opening next week. So, do you have a weekend on it? Yeah, so we are heading over there um, on
1: Monday. Okay. And uh, oh we'll be gosh. there for the week. And it's just going to be a small kind of counter with And it's, it's interesting So it's going to be a bit of a challenge, I found. We did some, um, we did a little pop-up in St. Mark's as well last year and oh some consulting God. with the restaurant over there. Yeah. And it was really fun. Um, and it was a really interesting learning experience for us too because we think, you know, we can of recreate our cookie recipe. And everyone of loves course. the mama cookie. And we're so excited to, like, you know, bring it somewhere else. Yeah. And um, it was so difficult because... When you're there, there's, there were so many hurdles and like the, the sugars are not factors, the same, flowers are yeah. not the same. The flowers so I found
0: were the hardest because yeah. we had the same problem when we were traveling in Italy and I was cooking. You would take an American recipe and the flour, the like the gluten content is just so <laughs> different,
1: completely. And even when we, um, like when we were, we're trying to cook in the kitchen yeah it's just so hot there the second you put the chocolate chips into the dough and put it in the they mixer melt. they melt mm-hmm. in a second and so now it's like a chocolate batter and, and you're like this it's,
0: is not working yeah this is not happening so yeah. it's just a
1: bit of a struggle so yeah um, you know there's going to be some hurdles of course going over to Paris as well and getting used to you know the ingredients and the the differences and products of that course. are there they all have their kind of pros and cons but that looks so pretty oh so thank you so, so what I that? did I
0: just, I just quartered the radishes and I lopped them on a big pile of the pesto, and then I'm gonna put a little bit of sea salt. And here, let me show you. And I'll put just like a little bit of like a drizzle of olive oil on top, and that's it. And then I'll get some finishing salt. And then you can kind of like pick and eat it, almost like crudité. You can also so eat it nice. like a salad. I'm to try this pesto. It's so good. Here, let me get you a let me get you a fork. And then what you're gonna do on top of that is my zucchini and my squash, we're just going to shingle it. Oops, sorry, I'll take one of these too. You're just going to shingle it. So what I like to do, and I also, you I didn't even need to tell you to get rid of the non-circle ones, I just kind of like make them however I want. I'm just like laying, yeah, and then just kind of go so around. So One layer, and then what I'll do is I'll put some and leave, salt. leave the inside. Yeah, leave them right th- like that. Cool, and just alternate the colors. Yeah. Yes. Whatever you feel inspired to do. So
1: what else have you done with the carpaccios? Uh, what else do you like to use?
0: <sighs> you know what, you can use anything. You can use beets, you can use um, potatoes even, really, really thinly sized potatoes. Yeah. You could use, what else? I mean, this is my favorite variation of it. I'm sure you could use radishes. I what kind of squash like, is this? This is just summer just squash. Just summer squash? Yeah, just summer squash and then the zucchini which are, like, really great during the summer, um, and kind of the beginning of the summer type of vegetables, so they'll probably be done, like, I thought they would be done this weekend, and I saw some, so I have to make it, um, but that's cool, so I just totally interrupted your story with the Parisian. I I was like, we need to shingle this, (laughs) this stuff, um. But yeah, so that's exciting. You'll be up to that. That's great. And are you hosting, like, do you host a lot of parties during the fall when people come back? Oh, yeah. I know you guys do. What's your favorite location to throw, have people throw an event? Do you prefer the larger one in Tribeca? Do you like the... Because I've actually never been to the Greenpoint location. Oh,
1: okay. It all depends on the
0: event. Yeah. So I think, um, for, like, we do a lot of
1: brand events. We do a lot of, like, like line launches. And, um more kind of, like, in-brand events, and yes. those I love Tribeca just because there's so much space for, yep. for fun, like, merchandising, for, there's so many opportunities for, like, I think just aesthetically the space is really beautiful, Yeah. but then for, like, bridal showers or, like, intimate dinners, I really love several just because it feels like you're in someone's home. It's very homey. Like, you're in, like, you know, your grandma's house, yes, and it's just I so much it. more intimate and be yeah. there. look at
0: you, you got the right um, amount, too. <laughs> Okay, so then give sure me like too. a nice sprinkle of salt over the whole thing. Like probably more than what you would think. And then Green Pine's
1: really cute. We've done a lot of birthday parties there. Mm-hmm. Green pine like the whole upstairs space is a event venue. Yeah. Um, so we've and we have a beautiful like three D wallpaper up there that we've done with our
0: patterns. <laughs> I'm on so salt. Bad. it's the only thing that's flavoring <laughs> that's here. true so you have to do like a heavy hand of salt which is kind of a pain because people are like oh my god that's so much but then you're gonna let it sit and like yeah. sweat for a couple of minutes and then what we'll do is we'll just juice a lime over the entire top of it delicious. that's it like so easy so pretty so easy so delicious and like very, very simple. But this, I think that Estella, they did, like, I want to say, like, shisho pepper, or leaves underneath. I too. And they did some kind of, like, it was more Asian-y. But for some reason, I didn't make it. Yeah, get in there with the, the pesto. Um, so what are you most excited to cook for the fall? Like, what um, kind of, like, go-to fall dish? Like, I love roast chicken. Oh my, it. Like, so good. It's just so easy. But no one ever makes, like, ramp pesto. Or, I mean, not ramp pesto. Radish pesto.
1: Wow. Oh,
0: you know what the nut is I used in it? Sunflower seeds. You can taste that; it mm-hmm.
1: has that. Mhm. So radish leaves, mint, rula, rula.
0: rula. sunflower so seeds, lemon. Wow! All us way. Salt. I'm stealing it with a little bit. Yeah, too. it's so good. And I really, actually, this would be better with like breakfast radishes because there's more to like dip. Like mm-hmm. you could just grab them. But um, yeah, it's so easy. I'm so pretty. So easy, so pretty. Nice little cruditate thing. Okay, so go ahead and squeeze that lemon all, all over the top of that. Here, I'll give you this if you want to just yeah make sure there's no, yeah. So just lemon all on top of that. And you can even do a whole lemon. We'll start with a half and then we'll see kind of what it tastes like. But like just really easy, simple, fresh. Oh, for fall, what am I most excited to cook? I don't know, I love, like I always love entertaining with pastas. Like I was saying, it's very convivial. I love here to chew. I feel like you're going to need another one. I like, uh, like, fall salads. I love, like, chunky, big fall salads with, like, roasted vegetables. I love parsnips. They're, like, my favorite thing on the whole planet. That's so, like, anything... Very parsnips. underrated, right? Like, so many people don't uh, eat love love cooked parsnips. Like, parsnips and carrots. And parsnips. Oh, my God. So parsnips in, like, a, a, a chicken noodle soup is, like, so, heaven. Yeah, heaven. So. But it goes back to, like, that comfort food. Um,
1: you made the best... Tortellini that one time. I still oh can't my go god, yeah. Tortellini.
0: I made like a bone broth and what was it? Pea did I put in it? I think corn. it was no. It was corn. It was corn, a corn tortellini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it was like corn. So
1: it was, perfect for the season.
0: It, it is. was corn tortellini and it was so good. It, it was, was so a soup Yeah, it was like a, like a bone broth. It like, was Like yeah. Favorite. Okay, so then the secret to this, we just did the lemon on top. You kind of have to mess it up to eat it a little bit, but you want to get like a little bit of the nuts underneath, and then you just want to get like this. this. It gets better as it sits because, like, the salt comes out and, like, develops flavors and, yeah, this is, like, one of oh, my really favorites. Like mm-hmm. That's so good. kind of tastes like orange juice in a weird way. Right? Yeah, no, it's so weird. Yeah, why? I don't know. But that's it. I
1: don't think it's also, like, looking at the orange <laughs> <I'm just like, laughs> It's like my mind <laughs> think thinks like that a
0: little but yeah, thing, too. That's it. Yeah, so, so both really, really simple. Um, I'll put both recipes up on the site. Um, but yeah, this is so awesome. So, That's what is your call to action? What can we do? How can we send people to help you? Come have coffee and a chocolate chip cookie. Just come, exactly. That's Hang it. Out. I just like, come the best the The best part about your space, is there's food. really one in every neighborhood. So like you can get to one within in Lower Manhattan. We're in talking. Lower we're working Manhattan. our way up. That's okay. <laughs> all the important people are and in Toronto in and in Paris. Are, all, <laughs> all the important people are in those cities. Exactly. That's awesome. Like It's a whole other world up it's there. It's a That'll whole world. Like yeah. And how long is possible. your pop up open in Paris? For three months. Oh, yeah. awesome! So people will be able to go there if they're going there for the holidays. Yeah,
1: for sure. No, it'll be there, mm-hmm. and we're going to do a full sit down. So it'll be like to go counter with coffee, um, and like all of our classic to go items. And yeah. We're do full sit down brunch on the
0: weekend. Oh my god. Yeah. Awesome. So it'll be really fun. Well, thank you for coming over and hanging and cooking sure. and thank you. Um, everybody. I'll put up um, Elisa's handles and whatnot when this goes live. But nice. um, thank you for coming. And we. Well, this yummy. <laughs> we're gonna continue. Breakfast we're gonna food. continue eating, <laughs> um, and we'll see you soon. Thanks, guys.